suggested. Okay, so I'm sorry. Continue on your wine is bad. <laughs> your statement of wine being good. Um, I just yeah, I was telling you that I I actually am coming to agree that um, drinking wine definitely has health benefits, which I knew it did. I mean, it's undeniable. It but, is. Undeni- I but, like the word undeniable. But That's I was good. I was always under the impression that it's just basically. Uh, adults who want to drink and are coming up with an adult excuse to drink. It's like a childhood habit they couldn't kick, but it's not the case. I think but, it's actually not that bad for you. But you know what? Uh, the the thing about wine, when you say you're going to go, if you say you're going to go drinking or something, it always has a bad connotation, which is basically what you're saying, right? Yeah. But wine is like, it's just a level of sophistication that mm-hmm. you you just feel better about. And even when people are like, Drunk-ish on wine, they're loose. I it wouldn't just, call them drunk. It just feels better. It feels like you're in the presence of okayness. Yeah, that's Vers- true. versus like when people are hammered off of like whiskey, you're like, oh, this is not a good look for any of us. Yeah, yeah, sloppier. Yeah, and um, it it does loosen people up. Like that's why I like that you and I have a glass because we just get a little bit more relaxed. Yeah. But there's also this fine balance of, oh, that's really sophisticated, but it's not the right environment. Uh-huh. also to drink it where like camping maybe yeah. or yeah when you go to a poker night and everybody else is drinking beer and you're like yeah it's can i have a wine please <laughs> thank you nice cab <laughs> yeah i i noticed that a lot of my favorite bands when i was growing up they went through their party rock star phases and now that we're all older they drink a lot of wine and i feel like that's a that's a nice classy uh, classy upgrade it, plus um when you're drinking wine, that like buzz from it or the getting loose, as you called it, it wears off a little quicker. So you can kind of manage yourself. It just better. feels a little bit better when you say when you getting say loose. getting loose. When you say buzz, it's just like <laughs> just, you know when you're getting drunk. Just, entry level see? amounts of being drunk. I just <laughs> when you're taking don't. the 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 freeway exit to drunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it wears off quicker too. Whereas like I feel like when you drink whiskey or tequila, you're kind of like you're kind of hammered for a while, you know. Yeah, what so it's going on here. I'm getting this set up for us for a minute here, oh, but okay. so I, I was telling you it, the environments when you like playing poker. I played poker last Friday, mm-hmm. and I just don't like to drink beer. I, I I'm sorry, I do like beer. It just like I said doesn't make me feel good. So we're out playing poker with a bunch of these guys, and I was like, yeah, I'll brought my own literally cab. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, that's, I'm gonna have a nice glass of that, and I just <laughs> you know that's another sign of. I, I wanted to mention this to you. That's another sign of being a boomer, really. Like just getting old, right? Yeah. I, no, I'm gonna drink what I'm gonna eat and drink what I like, and I don't care what anybody thinks anymore. Uh-huh. I'm not out here to be cool. But ever since we had that podcast about the briefcase, mm-hmm. you know, the boomer briefcase, I almost purposely hold my bag like a briefcase now every single time because it's got the handle and it's got the strap right Wait, you intentionally do it because of the podcast i don't know I, like I, every time more? i get out i go no nah, i'm carrying a briefcase this is a briefcase mm-hmm. and wear a diamond and wear my briefcase and wear my crocs yeah i don't know yeah that, that's interesting i couldn't do a briefcase but you know another thing could that you, you could do my bag though right uh, yeah. I don't know why you couldn't. Your bag is your bag has two pockets. You have the most simplistic '90s backpack ever. It's like a JanSport yeah, with the main pocket and then the and then the that's, small pocket. That's what's cool though. Is it? Cool? Yeah, it is. Because see, this is tells that's, me you're a little more boomer than me. And listen, I can tell you're more boomer than me not by anything else other than how many kids you have, right? Because you just get older when you have kids. It explains so much about you because you try to say that you're pop culture, but you're like segmented pop culture is what you are. Sure. I'll give you that. You're stuck in this weird 90s, early 2000s maybe. 90s is cool right now, man. I don't know if you know I guess, but when you brought up Teen Mom or whatever that MTV show is, that's such like a one era pop culture thing. It is. And that's not the only thing that I'm stuck on, but my backpack is cool. Okay. My backpack is cool. And you know what? You Your backpack that you had for like nine years was like a bright yellow, which just screamed 2001. That's what I saw. Really? I, I thought so. I just liked it. it you know, because everybody has a black backpack. I didn't want black. So I and want I, I wanted simply. You remember like in high school when having a backpack with like a million pockets and straps was cool? Mm-hmm. And now that's not cool anymore. Oh, uh, here's a better map. I was, I'm, I'm on my phone trying to find a map of the United States so we can talk about things, but it just doesn't. Just not working out well. Well, Google only wants me to use their dumb Google map, and can I just you go to images. Yeah, I did. And can you, you no, it wants them? me to buy them. Oh, here. Gross. Okay, here we go. This is uh, this is what I wanted to. I don't. 
we don't have to talk about it yet, but I wanted to talk to you about different yeah, that's <laughs> different fair. states that we were in. Oh, I know what I needed to mention to you too, since mm-hmm. it we would be remiss if we didn't talk about Will Smith here for a minute mm-hmm. because we talked about whether it was real or fake, still unconvinced, hundred <laughs> percent skeptical on that one still, but he did get banned for 10 years. Skeptical. Yeah. 10 years. Right. Yeah. Which is great. I'm so happy about that. Yeah. It, because the, you actually, I was walking away from that conversation going, is it weird that I like, I'm thirsty for blood. Like I want something bad to happen to him. Well, I thought about it and you, I asked you, what do you want to happen? You're like, I don't know, but something, and we couldn't come up with something. And I feel like they came up with, I mean, that's pretty good, right? That's not banned for life. Honestly, it's not taking the Oscar away, it's saying banned for 10 years. That's it stings because yeah. he's, he's old enough that he's going to be pretty, probably irrelevant when the time that's over with. Yeah, will that be a, a party? Everybody's like, oh, Will Smith's coming back to the Oscars. Will they made... have him do like a performance or something? Yeah, right. Well, 10 years is a long time. I mean, I, I, I was thinking with it? As, I, as I was reading that, when you sent that to me, that he was banned for 10 years, I was thinking, is that what I wanted? And I was like, that's almost more than I wanted. Like, oh. I would have settled for five. Really? Yeah. You'd be like, I'm happy with that. Yeah, because if you're a celebrity, like, uh, you know, being in those circles is important. Going to those parties is important. And that deprives him for five years, which mm. in Hollywood time, that's a long time. Yeah. A lot of people come and go in that time. But you know what's weird is they were talking about him like he's this big juggernaut in Hollywood. I'm like, he's Will Smith. He's not that you big really of a You really don't like him. I don't like him. His it's... face just pisses me off. <laughs> that's not something I think is okay to say. I know. I feel bad now, but I do. It's true. Um, All right. Let me ask you, let me ask you what I wanted to talk to you about today. Yeah. I wanted to talk to you about the great states of United States of America. That are united. That are united. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, did you ever read that? Did you ever read that Louisiana purchase book yet? No, I didn't. In fact, when you said that, I was like, crap, I have no idea how to go back and figure out. Oh, I did. I screenshotted when he mentioned it. So I'll go back and find yeah, it. Yeah, you should. Send me a title. Okay. And then, yeah, send me a title, not a screenshot. Yeah, because you know what's really interesting about the United States? Like, uh, something I learned, and I think I mentioned this a while back, like, that Hawaii was not a state during World War II. Mm, I think I've heard that before, too. And I was like, what were we doing there then? <laughs> what were we doing there? How do we what, have a base there? Why we have bases in but we, a ton of other places. Yeah, in the but world, then right? I thought that and I was like, well, I guess that we have we have bases in like Germany. and Yeah. Well, I didn't know this till I went to Hawaii and we were there, ironically, for the 4th of July. And they're saying, they're like, telling me when it became a state. And they really don't like being a part of the United States, at, at least the people that I was around. And it was really interesting to me. And then I was thinking, wait, I'm sorry, when did it become? I'm, I thought... Wasn't it like I the, thought they bombed America, and that's why we went to war. Yeah, I mean they did. They bombed our ships. A base. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, when did it? Fifties. You know, I don't know. That's a good question. Because wasn't Alaska the last one to get added? I don't know. It's a good question. So I don't really answer that. I feel like it's strange to me, and maybe this is just my U.S. centric personality or thoughts. But I go, why? Why is Hawaii? Would you not want to be a part of the United States? I don't get it. Like what? What benefit is it being out there? I don't know. They're so chillax, and but they like, they had a that... king at one point in time. They just want to they just want to live their life, Mahala. You know, there's a a part of uh, Hawaii that apparently like nobody can go in except the yeah. indigenous people. Yep. And I'd only recently heard that. That's interesting. And I was like, well, what happens if you go on there? They kill you. <clears throat> I don't know. See that flag behind you? That's yep. a 48 state flag. Is that an original? Yeah, that's a that's a, so an that's original like an artifact. Yeah, it's an from an, I bought it from an antique store. It's got a bunch of tattered areas. Uh, it's big. I like it, but it's only forty eight states. That means it's pre Alaska, pre Hawaii. Interesting. It's you weird know, to think about. I was uh, watching a YouTube video last night, I think, and I realized I'm getting old and nerdy at the same time because this video that I was obsessed with was like twenty minutes long. But it was a guy walking around New England with a metal detector finding artifacts like in the ground from the Revolutionary War. And I was like, sounds very boring. Like, I get that would be fun to go do do that. But every time he had a little beep, 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 and then he was like digging, I was like, what's it going to be? And it was always something stupid like a coin or a belt. You're going to be one of those old people that like 
loves that stuff, but then makes fun of the kids. Why are you watching other people play video games? Because <laughs> it's fun. It's but hard. You watch it, this trash. It's hard to like uh, get old and realize you're getting old. Like today, I uh, somebody at our work was asking me for something, and I was like, "Oh my god, I have to get on like eight programs to get that information." <laughs> I was like, "It's too many. I just don't want to do it anymore." The paperwork. The paperwork. All right. So let me ask you. I wanted to go through a couple states and ask if you would live there. That this is kind of. And I thought it'd be fun to pull up the United States. Yeah. Can you name, if you had to, could you name all 50 states? Do you think confidently? Yes. I think it would take me some time. But you could come because up with I would, it's not that I don't know them. It's to be like, would I remember them? Yeah. In the moment. But yeah, I think if you gave me some time and. Like gave you 10 minutes to write it out and then you had to yeah. come up with all 50. Yeah. I yeah. think I could do it. What? I don't know if I could name their capitals. Oh no. Capitals are tough. But you know how many people can't do that? Yeah, that's interesting. Well, you know, another metric that people judge other people by is like, can you put the states in the right, can you label them on the right place? And oh, I'm yeah. like, My that's hard. That. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I don't even pretend I can do that. She can draw it all out. She just loves geography. The East Coast is where it gets really tough. Yeah, because like uh, New Jersey is like, tiny, right? I mean, yeah. New, New Jersey now I know just because the shape of it's kind of weird. New, yeah, you, you, you should know New Jersey since your wife's from there. And Rhode Island is tiny. Yeah, Connecticut. and Connecticut's a weird one. Just like a, it's like a weird little block. It's just weird because when you're on the West Coast, there's only three states, right? And when I went to school in Texas, granted it was a while ago, but I would tell people where I lived, you know, well, where are you from? I'm from Oregon. They're like, oh, where's that? On the West Coast. Oh, where? There's only three of them. It goes California, Oregon, Washington. That, that's it. It's not hard. Well, and the weird thing is, is they don't give two rips about the East, the West Coast. Like I feel like the West Coast has a certain amount of esteem for the east coast right like new york and massachusetts and boston and like the revolutionary wars i don't know there's something about it has like prestige and like mm-hmm. a bunch of um ivy league schools and i feel like the east coasters don't have that same feeling about the west coast it's like uh who, who is that and what do we care right and, you, and, and then you ever go to the east coast waters i mean they're just not as nice as west coast i was just telling lynn that i was like you know every time i see you know, videos of, you know, like she watches New Jersey housewives in New Jersey. Mm. And I go, the Atlantic looks like a trash ocean. It is it a looks, trash ocean. It's, all, it's gray. It's like more gray and yeah. it's warm, like bath water. Yes. That's what she said. You she can't goes, see through it. She said it's weird. Well, she said that she said, yeah, it's probably dirtier, but she said it's a lot warmer. I didn't know that. That's weird. It is weird because you, you think of sunny California. Zero is like, Oh, it's warm, yeah. but no, the, the Pacific's colder. It's way colder. Mm hmm. So why do you have this map pulled up, Marshall? Okay, great. I want to know, first of all, let me just make myself, let, let me just make my way on, on the West Coast. But there's a f- few states I want to get to and, and go, would you ever live here? Okay. Now, uh, aside from Oregon, would you ever live on any other place on the West Coast? Would you live in Washington or, or California? Well, based off of everything that you know right now, it, there's so many factors because I just had this conversation with somebody. We were talking about, Different places, they dogging on Oregon. These are people who live in Oregon, and they're going, "Oh my gosh, it's it's terrible." And they were literally talking about they would move if their kids had to wear masks. And they go, "I have a kindergartner about to be going to school. If he has to wear a mask, I'm I'm moving states." Yeah, no, I for that reason, I wouldn't. I would probably not choose to live on the West Coast if I had to move out of Oregon. I mean, I barely want to live in Oregon just because it's getting so crazy. But I do because I'm like, I have hope it'll get better. I hope it'll change to some degree, at least back to where it was. It was always left, but like just so. Be, if you could take your job and everything in your family that you have right now, uh-huh. and you had to live somewhere on the West Coast, which state are you picking? Are you staying in Oregon, or are you going somewhere else? If I had to be on the West Coast, yeah, I would stay in Oregon. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't think Washington is much better. And what I feel like more importantly is, uh, I realized through COVID that Oregon and Washington are just basically younger brother and sister to California. It's like whatever California does, they just wait and they go, okay, we're doing that. So I don't, I don't feel like they even have their autonomy. They just do what they're kind of, they, they just toe the line. Isn't it weird that we know so much about each other's state? Like we know a lot. We know the governor of Washington when we live in Oregon. Cause we're so, we are really connected to Washington. Mm-hmm. It's the Northwest. Do you consider Idaho as, as part of the Pacific Northwest? I don't, but it might be. Oh, it is. It is. Oh yeah. Oh, weird. It's yeah. weird because there's a lot of Idaho that goes way further. That's the PNW, man. We way further west. So then is like, uh, so that's it. Is is it Oregon, Idaho, and Washington? Yeah. Oh, okay. You didn't know that. This is where you live, man. You live in the PNW. Uh, dude, do you ever realize that the PNW really didn't become a thing until like 
10 years ago. Maybe not even that, yeah. Yeah, like I feel like that was just a popular phrase that be- that mm-hmm. came about recently, and it wasn't always that way. Yeah, I, I, like I actually always- just educated my kids on that because we drove through Coeur d'Alene in Idaho, and they really hadn't, not all of them had been through there, and they were selling stickers, and it said PNW, and my son's like, what is that? And I said, oh, it stands for Pacific Northwest. He's like, yeah, but Idaho's not on the Pacific. I was like, y- yes, I know, but they consider themselves part of the Pacific <laughs> Northwest. And you know what's so weird about Idaho? I don't know. how many. Have you been to Idaho? Yeah. Okay. We're Where? all through it. Um, all through it? Well, we cut right through the center. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you went I know right we went through. through Boise. I don't remember some. I don't remember any other smaller towns. But we went through Wyoming and Idaho up to. Okay, so that's the route you came when you were coming yeah. back. Mm-hmm. So what's weird about Idaho is it's just, it's weird because it's it's the width almost of Oregon. But it's the height of Oregon and Washington. Mm-hmm. So you can be in Idaho forever. Well, it's, yeah, it's like if you see it on this map. And I don't know if this map is to scale, but it almost looks like scale. it almost looks like it could parallel almost California in terms of its like height, right? Maybe. I, yeah, I don't know. We just like I feel like we downplay Idaho so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's just no, Idaho's not on, on anybody's map that you're thinking about. Well, we were driving to... We were on a road trip to go to Montana, went up to Coeur d'Alene, which is kind of on that skinny part of Idaho, mm-hmm. went up there, got through Idaho, went to Montana, and then we dropped down to uh, Yellowstone, right? Dropped down to Yellowstone, and then we are back in Idaho for a long while till we got back into Wyoming in a weird way. But we were in Idaho. I, it just felt like every time we went somewhere, we were back in Idaho somehow. You know, I, I think the states that, <laughs> that's funny, that's a weird way to put it. Um, the states that I always begrudge the most after driving through them was the, like any of the Midwest states. I just felt like when we were driving through them, I was like, oh my God, it literally just looks like the same place over and mm-hmm. over again. Scenery never changes. You're just on this desolate highway to nowhere, straight roads, fields everywhere. And I was thinking, I get why some people would want to live here, I guess, but I don't, I could never. I could never, and I, and I made a pact that I was like, if I ever tour the United States again, I'm never going through the middle of it again. I'm either going way north or way south. Mm, south, south is probably fun. Do you, um, do you feel like we, we might not know enough about some of that? Like, if you're from the Midwest or you're from where your wife's from, would you even know that what the PNW is? Would you even know the Pacific Northwest? I think other than what the, it stands for. No, I, I don't know that people know what it stands for. Like what's the East Coast version of that? I don't think they have that. I think that Are you sure we're not there? I think the East Coast is so much like older in terms of its like heritage that they, they're very specific. Like they don't choose to affiliate states together. Like New York and New Jersey, they're not buds, right? They're probably enemies. Like all their teams hate each other. Which is weird because do you know both the New York Giants and the New York Jets play in a stadium that's in New Jersey? Yeah, I heard that. And they all hate Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, that's yeah. weird. Which is interesting. I feel like there's a lot more hatred on the East Coast. A lot more <laughs> dislike of thy neighbor. And yeah. I feel like in I feel like yeah, there's a little bit of tension in the West Coast, but for the most part, I think we all get along pretty well. When I was in South Carolina, which is East Coast but like southern East Coast, really the South, right? Is how mm-hmm. you describe it, even though it's East. That's one of those weird states. It's East Coast, but it's the South. Mhm. You know, mm-hmm. but we were there and uh, we were watch- they were watching college football and they were talking about college football. I was like, cool. And then we started talking about NFL. They're like, yeah, we don't really care about the NFL here. It's like, what? Why? Why would you not care about that? Mm-hmm. More, more college. And you find that in certain places. Yeah. Just like the East Coast is. Uh, well, I mean, they, they love sports altogether. But like my wife was like all about hockey. Really? And she was like, "You guys don't oh, have yeah. any hockey teams out here." I go, I don't, I don't "Yeah, we do. Know. We have a minor league team. It's yeah, I have no I, Winter Hawks. The or? Winter Hawks. Are they still yeah. a thing? Yeah, I think so. I oh. went to a game once. It's I did too. Terrible. I had no idea what was going on. There's a lot of fighting that I remember. People cheer for that fighting. Okay, they so really do. Pacific Northwest. You kind of that's your jam. You don't really like California. So if you're gonna, um, well, here's the thing. I love California. Oh, but you I do. I don't like the pol- the politics are by far. I would say. I can't imagine a what, worse political What do you state. like about California? I feel like it's got, obviously, it covers a lot of space, so there's a lot of different things you can get there. You can get desert, you can get cool Do you mountains. like Northern California, South, Southern California? I mean, California? I kind of like parts of all of it. Like Palm, Palm Desert, there's obviously cool it's oceans. There's cool oceans. It's too hot. Immediately just knocking them down. Huh. Palm Northern Desert, California, not there. Northern California is really cool. I mean, it's just like redwoods and things like that. Um, but it's just the politics that I can't, I, I could never. 
Okay. Which is a shame. So you like the weather there? I feel like it's get diverse. Couldn't you just then go to Arizona? I don't think Arizona is as diverse as California, personally. I, what do you mean, diverse is in which I feel which like way? I said that as straightforwardly <laughs> as I could. What part did you not understand? You mean as far as the, the climate, like, the terrain? Like the terrain. Like in California, you can have really amazing oceans like Malibu and you know uh, okay. Laguna so Beach. So you care about being on the coast? I care about like nature. Like having a diverse ecosystem is cool. Okay. And California has that. But again, politics. So let me ask you this one then because uh, this is politics. And they just went over... All the states that were shut down. This is like a big... They're saying this is the big experiment that just happened, right? That we had an, a pandemic and there were states that shut down fully, locked down, i.e. West Coast, Oregon, California, Washington. Mm-hmm. And then there were states that did some lockdowns but tried to still keep it open. And then there's a state that didn't lock down at all, right? Or maybe mm-hmm. there's more than one, but the one that I know of is is South Dakota, Right, mm. South Dakota didn't lock down at all. Really, I yeah. didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah, I would have thought. Well, I knew Florida locked down at some point, but I knew they quickly were like, "No, nah, never mind that." Right, and so they. But now they're going, "Okay, let's compare." And Florida and California are pretty good ones to compare. They're saying because they're they have both have pretty good economic uh, economies. Mm. They both have similar. I mean, California is obviously bigger, but. They have opposite end of politics. They handled the pandemic differently. And now they're going, who's coming out of it better? And Mm -hmm. right now, Florida's coming out of it world's better. Mm -hmm. And so even if you're fighting, saying, no, this works, masks work, all this stuff works, you have Florida to look at and go, no. Mm -hmm. I mean, they they have what they're doing works too. Yeah. You can't argue that it theirs doesn't work. Yeah. Well, that that's what I didn't understand during the pandemic was they would watch Florida over and over again go through these new variations or variants of uh, COVID, and they would get hit. They would have a you know everyone would get it, and then they would recover really quickly. And I'm like, that's where I realized the science wasn't the science anymore, right? The science was it, like people. Some people would argue, well, you just watch the science, and I'm like, I think I am watching the science, and. I realized at that point how political it was because regardless of whether it worked or not, it was just they were towing their party line, right? To some degree. I actually think I actually think that states that lean more Democrat were towing the party line even more than the Republicans were. I think the Republicans were kind of like, I don't know what to do. I guess we should do the mask mandates for a while. I think Ron Dos Santos was one that was just unafraid to just make the change. I feel like you said his name really weird. Did I? Dos Santos. What is his name? Sometimes DeSantis? DeSantis? I don't know. You slowed it down, so it just sounded weird. Hmm. Okay, if politics are a big part, I don't know what else plays into it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna narrow it down here. If you had to pick between Oregon and Florida, would you go to Florida? It, job being the same, your your wife yeah. and kids and everybody goes. I'd with go you. to Florida. You'd go to Florida. Yeah, because I think the politics, in my estimation, are that much better. Now, here's the thing: I don't know how much uh, longer Ron DeSantis has. And that would be a determining factor too, because I think one of the things yeah, that has true. made, I don't know how long he has, he's done some crazy good things, like some crazy conservative value type things. And I think his state is flourishing. And I think people feel like Florida is a little bit of a reprieve from the craziness. And Florida is like a tropical place. It really right? is. And that actually is the least appealing part to me. It, I feel like it's, as a, it's not as, appealing to me either. As man. a PNW person, I actually kind of like this. And that's why it's a shame that every state that we own in the PNW is like not is, that great that, to go to. Do you like to go? Do you like to travel to, I don't know, uh, those type of exotic places? Like, do you like to go to, would you like to go to like Hawaii, Costa Rica, um, Panama, you know, any of those places? I'm less interested in those. This is actually a point of contention with oh my, my wife and I a little bit. Yeah, you're a weird person. I because I'm like, eh, it's cool. It just all feels so postcard. Like you're just in a travel card, right? And you're like, cool, palm trees and drinks and sand. I guess if that's what you do. But I like I like the idea of something more substantial. I'm less about the weather. The weather bothers me or affects like, What do you me. want to do? I went, did you know when History, I went... History, man. You, 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 you don't like hiking through jungles? I mean, I've never hiked through a jungle, but I don't. it doesn't appeal to me as I sit right now. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. no. I just, not... You look like somebody who'd want to go on a hike in a forest. No, sounds awful. Sounds like I'd get bitten by a poisonous bug and come down with like some sort of fever that you can yeah. cure. Well, okay, so I'm gonna, when we went to Costa Rica, we went to this jungle, and you take this wire bridge across this vast river, and then 
you take another wire bridge through this jungle that you're just you keep way saying up high. wire it's like, like cables it's like put together through cables and it's like you, two feet wide i think of hangers when you say wires yeah man so why i don't know how else to say it. it's like a you're walking <laughs> so across it's like a, a very bridge? fragile bridge that you can okay was there like wood pallet things or it's was metal it? it's metal grates okay. metal grates between wires so we could just call it a bridge it swings, you, man. You're adding the drama to it. Okay, I got it. Yeah, because it's... You could have need... said dental floss. That's the way you were angling. I was like, how bad was this thing? Well, they say don't swing on it, and there was a weight capacity So, on how many people you could have at the same time. Plus, it's a third world country. I don't know what their requirement... <laughs> you know, whenever you see, oh, 10,000 pound limit on a bridge, like I always wonder, how do they measure that? How do they know? Anyway, I, it, no more than six people or something at a time on this bridge. So we hike all the way through this. We get into the jungle, and we were hiking around, really not aware of all the poisonous crap that's out there. Eventually, we almost one of the guys almost steps on a snake. Mm-hmm. And the snake pops its head out, and it's one of the baby ones that, if you don't know anything about a baby snake, they can't control how much venom they release. So they just release all of it, and you basically die. So we're like trying to navigate to get around the snake, which we all do. And we're thinking, okay, that was kind of dangerous, but we get back and I'm walking back through this forest and then through this wire metal bridge. And I thought, dude, if somebody got bit, I don't know how we'd throw them on our back and run across. I I don't know that I could carry certain people in our group across this bridge. You know, some big people. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, I'm just imagining two people carrying them running as fast as we can. And I don't know what the time frame is for. Right. Even if you got them back to somewhere, what like a, what's the time frame before they die? And do they have the antidote? And and do they have the antidote? And B, does the medical, is the medical facility legit? That's what I'd be thinking. Oh my gosh. See, none of that's appealing to me. It it was after you don't think about it in the moment. You're like, oh, that was fun. Oh yeah. We saw a snake. And then you show the snake people and they're like, oh, that was a pit viper. You could have died. And then you think about it later and you're like, oh, oh no, I don't, I don't. I don't ever want to go out at night and not see these things. Yeah. I I feel like the jungle really, there's no appeal to me in the jungle. I don't don't know why it just never has. So that's, that's pretty amazing. So Florida would pull politics play that big of a part. Yeah. But, but you're directly, you're directly sort of correlating the jungle in Florida. I wouldn't, I don't (laughs) think, I don't think of Florida as the jungle. Crocodiles or alligators. I don't know the difference. They have sand and palm trees too. Okay. But they have, which one is it? Crocodiles or alligators? Do you know? I don't know. Let's just call them. Are they, are they, let's be honest. Is there any difference in the two? Yeah, it's the, their mouths and stuff. But I'm sure somebody's going to correct me. <laughs> I'm going to get corrected they, by saying I'm going to say it's an urban legend. There is no difference. They're the same thing. There's clearly they're clearly different. I've seen differences. So okay, they have alligators that just chill everywhere. That is scary. Those things kill babies and dogs. Mm-hmm. Right. I would be more interested in like how that if I'm going to go where I think animals can kill me, I'd rather go to Africa. Oh, gosh. yeah, because I feel like Africa's like Africa's uh, got spiders and snakes, and it does, and it has lions and you know cheetahs and things like that that will definitely. I don't think they're just you. you know trotting around the neighborhood. Have you ever seen that video of a? Um, I think it was a hunting video or something, and some lady like had a trophy kill in Africa, and she's posting it for a picture and it's back in the old days when you had to have like a tripod and like somebody go take the picture and she is getting this picture taken and she's posing with her dead animal and a full-blown male lion runs up and attacks her no that's the kind of stuff that happens in africa and yet i'd rather go there than jungle i've been to africa i didn't even see any lions you went to the wrong places then <laughs> okay it's africa's a continent this it's is, a big continent yeah, you and i gigantic. actually were just sharing something right the other day there was like Everything that would fit in Africa. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's like China and most, the United States. and Most of the continents would fit in there somehow. Or yeah, another. and everybody talks about Africa like it's a country. And I think that's one of the most annoying things to people who live in countries in Africa who are from there. They're like, Africa's not a country. It's right. a it's a continent. It's a large continent. And so when you talk about Africa, where in but Africa? But although if you were anywhere else in the world and they're like, where are you from? You'd be like, the United States. Which is a country. <laughs> Oh, I see. I see. Continent. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's true. That's true. I don't know. You, yeah, I guess nobody says North America. Right. And they don't, yeah. I mean, do they say, I guess they do say Europe maybe, mm-hmm. but yeah. Australia. That's not fair. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's con- <laughs> continent country. So, uh, so what uh, else? You want to know? I, I want to know how strong politics were in there. And I would say at this just, point it's becoming stronger and stronger. Okay. Today. So then my question is, could you, would you live in South Dakota? 
I don't know anything about South Dakota. Maybe you can educate me on South Dakota. What would be the appeal or what? Which one is the one that has the crazy governor? Well, uh, let's let's pretend I'm talking about the right one, which is South Dakota, which is the the chick, the the girl. What is her name? I I don't remember her name, man. Something with a G or no? That's Tulsi Gabbard. You're thinking of? Uh, She's from Hawaii, though, isn't she? No, I'm thinking of like, isn't there one named like Gretchen or something less than? Like mm, that does sound like something Whitman that could or- be. But this is who the governor of South Dakota is a good governor. Never shut down. She's like she would line up with you everything politically. Huh. But let me it it is not in a desired area, and I don't think there's a lot of people there. It is right up. It's right next to Wyoming, below North Dakota. Believe it or not. And having driven through Nebraska, worst place of and ever been. It's right above Nebraska, uh, but it's next to Minnesota. I mean, nothing to me. You Minnesota's just said that pretty... like as though that's supposed to be something. That means I don't nothing. know. Don't people like Minnesota? I, you would have been better off being like, hey, the top left corner of it is touching Montana. And I'd be like, okay, I get vacation <laughs> in Montana. You just used Iowa or Minnesota. Yeah, it does touch a lot of crappy states, doesn't it? Yeah. Touches North Dakota, touches um, well, here's, Wyoming. Here's the, here's the biggest indicator that politics don't play as Nebraska. big of a role as they maybe they even should like do you ever sometimes feel like the fact that you're not willing to move out of Oregon is a sign that you're maybe not as like uh devout as you think you are you're not as convicted as you think you are like I'm, not, these, I'm not yeah be, because you're unwilling to move right like if screw Florida I'm unwilling to move out of Oregon still and they've been through some crazy stuff you have to give me if I was in a different place in my life I would. Yeah, maybe. But a lot of people have kids, and so that's basically just saying everyone has an excuse who has kids. Here's the thing. Okay, Here's the thing. Friends, family, all that. Oregonians, conservative Oregonians, are like um, victims of domestic abuse. You know, like the wife that's like, no, he'll change, he'll change. And they keep coming back. I don't believe that will change. I don't want to press charges. I don't want to press charges. I know, but I don't don't believe we'll change. I see the good in him. And I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm like a full-blown Oregonian because I was born in California. Okay. 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 But you know, I'm a, I'm an adopted Oregonian. You're here. You're living here. You're established. Your roots are planted deeper than mine, and I've been here my whole life. My roots are. Plant- you own a business here. You have 14 kids. I have one, and no business. I, I could presumably I move saying. much much easier. Yeah, than you. that's why I'm saying it's harder for me. It's not like I just go. Well, I disagree with the politics. Let me take my kids out of here, and then I. True, but if you, playing, if you were playing, if you were playing religion. Right. If all of a sudden it was a religious thing, you would be much more devout. Yeah, that's true. I would have to try you, to get out of here. You, yeah, you would, right? But would you, here's the thing: Would you go to if you knew South Dakota is the best politically run? I'm not saying it is, but let's just pretend for a moment: best politically run place on the face of the earth, which is the United States. So within the United States, it is the best politically run place. Could you see yourself living there? You're like, I don't know anything about it. Let's just let me paint a picture. It sucks. No, uh, here's the reason why is because politics, the best part, the best thing that uh, the founding fathers ever did about politics is they made shorter terms in general, right? Like yeah. nobody's in office forever. Yeah. Rarely. That's why everybody's talking about these midterms, right? Except somehow Nancy Pelosi. I don't understand that. But, but she looks like that person from Tales from the Crypt, Crypt Keeper. Yeah. She does. So that's the reason I probably wouldn't, I wouldn't bend my whole life around politics because they're changing forever. Okay. Then let's move to a different place. Well, let me ask you this. Okay. If we were not having a divide in the country over, I mean, over conservative beliefs and, you know, leftist beliefs, but if it was like a Christian pro and anti-Christian, like if you went back to some of these countries that have had like, you know, the Protestants versus the Catholics and all of a sudden, instead of it being, we're talking about like the persecution. Yeah. Instead of it being, um, the big battle in the United States being conservatives versus liberals. What if it was like Christians versus non-Christians and the non-Christians were sort of getting the upper hand on the West coast. And maybe it wasn't like illegal to be Christian, but maybe all of a sudden it's like really frowned upon and you get the short end of the stick a lot. Would you feel differently if it was like, Christians were getting persecuted. You know, that's a really good question because I feel like we are we do deal with this right now in in the PNW. Christians? I feel like I feel like that's just what the title needs to be. PNW. PNW. PNW? Yeah. Do you, you need a sticker now that says PNW. <laughs> Dude, kill me. TOG in the PNW. Nothing turns me off worse than if I have an applicant and I go look them up anywhere and they're part of anything PNW. I'm like gross. 
Really? Stop. You get turned off by the weirdest things, man. I really do. It's gross. I don't like it. Well, I feel like Oregon is Oregon West coast, uh, a liberal place is hard to have a religious affiliation. Right. And especially Christianity in particular, because it's not, I mean, Christians fundamentally don't believe that two gay people should be married. Mm -hmm. They fundamentally don't believe that, um, a, that a person should be able to kill the baby inside them. Mm-hmm. Right. And and those are two strong political beliefs on the left side that they go, well, you have no right to say that, whatever. And, and so they, they fight that. So it is hard to be a Christian in these very left leaning States. And then they do push an agenda that gets really tough for your kids and you're not dealing with it yet, but they're, I mean, they're shoving it down our throats in schools mm-hmm. and you can say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to take my kids out. We're going to move. We're going to move to a a better place Mm -hmm. um, that aligns with my values. But then I go, yeah, but if all of us keep moving, Mm -hmm. who's going to witness to the people who are here? Mm -hmm. Who's going to be the good influencers? We're going to be out of good influencers and we're just going to have a bunch of heathens (laughs) running around and nobody to go, Hey, what's the right path? And, um, not that anybody will necessarily listen to us, but you know, I mean, you, you're supposed to lead by example and you're supposed to go out. I mean, that's the the great commission that's in the Bible that Jesus, when he leaves earth, he literally tells the disciples his last thing that says, go out and make disciples of all nations. It doesn't mean go out and live among your community where you feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. So it's not something we're called to do. So I do struggle with that. And I go, Oh, I do want to leave. But at the same time, maybe we should be here so we can talk to people. Yeah and influence them. See, my, my rationale is totally different. It's that I'm like, if I hang on long enough, maybe things will turn around. You know, that that's really what it is. And I'm very skeptical that things will change because I feel like, uh, I don't know. I feel like the West coast has been left leaning for so long that I'm, I'm, I'm pretty cynical of the fact that it could change, but my angle is totally different. I appreciate your angle and you're not the first person who's a Christian who's told me that they're like, Hey, it would be easy to leave. It would be harder to stay, but the good, the right thing to do would be to stay back and try to keep thing, you know, try to right the ship a little bit. Um, I wish that were my rationale. I just, I guess for me, I just hold out hope that it'll naturally. But you and I are different because you hold out hope, but I always, and I, I hold out hope too. I'm, but I'm a big believer that I can convince you. Yes, of that's true. I'm going to sell are. you on my way is better. Whatever that way is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Which we actually just talked about this the other day. We were talking about your devout conviction with Christianity. And then I said, yes, but you're also a mildly arrogant person. Uh, I think we said self-confidence. We were just using you, flight terms. You said arrogant. I turned it into self-confidence. Self-confidence, yes. right? I think we tossed around the word hubris. You did. Uh-huh. Which is a tough word for anybody to understand. It is. It's hard to put into a, uh, a context, but... I think that that is something that you do have. You have a strong belief and you're willing to stand by your beliefs and argue with people and things like that. Um, I don't know how many people you're winning over with it. That's one of the, (laughs) this is one of the drawbacks of you that I think is like, I don't know. I feel like you make more foes than friends. In, in what regard? Well, because I feel like people, um, the way that you argue your points oftentimes wins the argument, but doesn't change anybody's mind. They just go, dang, that Marshall, he's just, you know, he's just relentless, right? Or Hmm. gosh, he's just so arrogant. Like some of the people who know you less might go, oh, he's just arrogant. Look at this cocky guy. Yeah, but I'm I'm talking about when you say I'm winning arguments or I'm I'm not winning people over. I'm not winning people over in to what? Because I I, I don't think you change. So like, for example, you're talking about Christianity and you're like, To uh, witness, right? Which means you have to kind of convert people to your way of thinking. So you thinking. think I don't do a good job of that? I'm saying that you're not <laughs> changing anybody's heart. You're changing... You, you might maybe change their opinion a little bit, but you're not changing their heart. Because I think you make people oh. want to contest you. Huh. They enjoy contesting you, and then they're like, okay, you got me this time, but I'm going to come back harder and fight you the next time. Rather than just having an aha moment going, oh, hey, that you put that eloquently... I can tell you put a lot of thought into that. And yes, that is a idea worthy of me changing my mind over. I don't think you change a lot of minds. Wow. That's a nice little jab. Thank you. I mean, I'm just saying <laughs> you are, you are it's just like saying. your biggest skill. It's like your, your strongest um, attribute that you haven't figured out a way to harness in a way that's super productive yet. Hmm. 
Yeah. Okay, well, I'll take that. I'll absorb it and see how I can regurgitate <laughs> it. Do nothing. To something, oh, hey, growth. To something better. You took it. That's the growth. Well, because, I, no, I mean, nobody wants, everybody wants to have the idea that they can change people's minds. Everybody right. wants to feel like they have the ability to do so. You know, maybe they don't think they're a great debater or good at arguments or whatever, but they still want to be able to feel like I can convince you, especially if you're a Christian. You want to be able to go, no, I I have influence. That's what I'm called to do. So I need to be able to have that. So if you if somebody isn't good at that, mm-hmm. it it does help probably to point that out mm-hmm. rather than go. No, just let them be. They're not doing. They think they're doing a good job, but they're not. Right? Well, I mean, I, I want to do a good job, and I think you do a better job than me because I think that I. Have, well, I know that. I think I have a lot. Of, I knew you would know that. Tr- trust me. I mean, it was a dagger. I'm not. It's not sinking too deep into me. But. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. I. This is why it's so easy for me to berate you because I know that it 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 doesn't even stun you, which is fine. You're like um. You're like some sort of a creature that doesn't have a full nervous system, right? So I just know things can't <laughs> affect you. It's not that they don't. They can't affect you they can, in the I same mean, way. It, it affects me in the way that I, I will – I mean, I'll take that into consideration and probably do something about it, but it good. won't affect me negatively. No. Sure. Well, that's good. I, and this is why I can have these discussions with you. But what I was saying is somewhere between what I, what I am and who I am and what you are and who you are is probably the – the 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 politician that could win the you know the debate and the hearts of the people right like i feel like i have pretty well thought out arguments but i have zero interest in convincing people of them i am very unenthusiastic about um going out of my way to have debates with people or argue or if somebody wants to be an idiot i'm like whatever man go be an idiot then i don't care and you're always like why would you let them be an idiot why don't you intervene and like mentor them or help them and you like you've got some good ideas and i go Eh, it just sounds like a whole lot of work and they don't care. And if they don't care, I don't care. You're a little bit the opposite where you're very proactive with people. You're very willing to engage in the fight. You're very willing to engage in those arguments and those debates. And you're very proactive in that way. I think your approach is a little, is sometimes a little bit crass where people will engage with you really strongly and they'll just want to win, but they won't walk away Maybe doing they anything. They won't win. They- <laughs> and so it becomes disappointing to them. What? Uh, well, yeah, that's true. So I don't know. You know what? And it does frustrate me with you because I do go, man. You have a you do have a way of mentoring people, and there's some right there if you want of talking to people, and you have a way. To, you do have this ability to coach people, and they come back to you a lot. They, mm-hmm. I mean, they. I've mentioned this before. A lot of our ex employees, they still talk to you and ask for your advice. And I don't know what it is about you because you don't. You're not a people person mm-hmm. by by label Mm -hmm. but you really are a people person Mm -hmm. and then you don't like to admit it and then you don't like to embrace it instead you just like to go no i i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do that because it's a lot of work instead of going yeah i am good at that and i should mentor more people Mm -hmm. wouldn't it be cool if somebody said you're my mentor yeah i told you i told you during covid of all things and this is how jaded i am i was like you know i have a son Maybe I should be a big brother to, you know, the big brother, big sister oh, program. Yeah. <laughs> and so I reached down there like, yeah, we're shut down for COVID. I was like, well, never come back to that again. Guess those, I tried. Kids, guess those kids are on I their put, own. I put in my effort. <laughs> which is one of the reasons I, I think efforted. that, which is one of the reasons I think that you and I like have formed this friendship over the years is because in a lot of ways we're similar, but in a lot of ways we're very polar opposite. And I think that I don't know about you, but I've certainly seen some things that I go, okay, Marshall is the same as me in a lot of ways, but there's certain ways that I could grow and and you've pushed me a lot, I think, Mm -hmm. and I'll give you that credit, um, to go outside of my comfort zone, to care about more things, to, to expand my horizons a little bit with, you know, what I'm willing to offer and, and putting myself out there. And I think that that is a good thing. I'm not still not that good at it. Do you you have a mentor? No, no, which is probably something I'd like. Do you really? Wow. So you like you don't have anybody that you even look up to or you go, that could be somebody that even if it was a point in time, like not maybe not a permanent mentor, but and the more you say that word it, it gets weird. I think there's been people throughout mentor. my life. Mentor. Yeah, mentor, especially when you're like a nearly forty year old person. Sounds weird. Right? No. Oh, okay. Guess not. I don't to think me, so. A little bit. But I think throughout my life, there's definitely been people for periods of time, but they fade quickly. Or you see the mm. human in them and you're like, oh, you're not what I thought you were, which maybe is my issue. 
Hmm. Okay. Holding so I, I've had a thing. few. I mean, one that I definitely look up to that's taught me a lot about business. And when I when I do my coaching, I mean, he was he he taught me a lot. I remember he was willing to yell at me and and tell me to do things right. And he's somebody I'll refer to him as one of my mentors in the business, is what I'll say. And so, and then I think there's probably a lot uh, that I could probably you know pinpoint for being spiritual mentors and stuff like that. But there were there are three different people in my life who have at times told me, oh, I'm one of their mentors. Mm. They're like, oh, yeah, Marshall, you're one of my, you know, I told somebody you're one of my mentors. And I was thinking, what? <laughs> it like so you- totally, the first time somebody told me this, I was 35. And I was thinking, no, I'm not old enough. <laughs> <Right. laughs> like, you dated me, sir. That's not possible. I don't, I don't know what you think I'm giving you, but it's, you clearly misinterpreted this relationship, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and then I thought about, it, I was like, wow, that is a, that is a high compliment. Mm-hmm. And that's really how I is. took it. I took it as that is, that's people take my advice and they heed it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which I was actually thinking about that. That is true. I think you, I think you're a good leader in that regard that even Which totally though, goes against what you just said five minutes ago. No, I, nobody listens to me. I think, I mean, Donald Trump, I feel like was a great, leader and he ascended to that position because I feel like a lot of it was just, he was this total peacock of a human being, right? Like, I mean, he just, he was unafraid to tell you how he felt. He was unafraid to be completely convicted in, in what he felt. And he, he probably thinks he's right all the time. And I mean, he's got a successful track record. So, I mean, to some degree you can't argue it, but he turned a lot of people off. You're very Trump-esque, so that's a compliment. Thank you. Yeah. You know, that's not the only time I've heard that. Somebody else told me that. After a company meeting one time, they were like, oh, it was a good meeting. I was like, cool. They're like, you're very Trump-esque. And I was thinking, which in in the PNW, that's you're like, hey, man, whoa, you want to fight me or what? (laughs) But in our circle, you'd be like, okay, I guess I could get behind that. Thank you. High praise. Yeah. I, I think that for me, though, I have less people in my direct circle of influence, which is one area that I think you have helped me you've made me realize a deficiency in myself, which is I don't go out of my way to be around a lot of people, right? Like I, that's not my strong suit. I don't enjoy that as much. And in, in missing that opportunity, I miss opportunities to meet people who I think maybe could be a mentor or somebody who I would acknowledge as a mentor. But I think the people who I, as I look up to are people who I'll never meet. You know, like I love Jordan Peterson. I really look at Jordan Peterson as somebody who I think he he embodies a lot of things that I would want to be like. Um, same with people like entrepreneurs, like Elon but could, Musk. I mean, but you could totally, first of all, it's not above meeting that person. True, but so, meeting and shaking their hand is different than them. Oh, you're my mentor, like legit. Oh, I see. Like right? sitting down and let's have coffee. Hey, Aaron, yeah. you want to get I, together? I'm in I town d- again. I got some questions for oh, you about my, phone. I'll just text my him personal quick. life. Yeah. 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 Do you ever do you ever have I bet you are that people that person to more people than you realize. Oh, I have Aaron's phone in my in my contacts. Probably. You know. Probably. But I think sometimes I waste that because I think that sometimes the way I am is something is a way that people would maybe want to emulate just in broad brushstrokes of the way I live my life, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm very inaccessible. I'm very unwilling to like go out of my way for you. And so I feel like I probably turn a lot of people off where they're like, I thought you'd be a good mentor, but you're, <laughs> you're kind of just a selfish person. Turns out you're not. <laughs> Turns out I you're think not. you should, you should look at this as a challenge to one, find a mentor, somebody that you, I mean, if you don't have one, that's kind of an issue. I think. Did you tell this person who you looked at as a mentor, like you are my mentor? Uh, Yeah. I think at one point in time. Yeah. Wow. Well, I would love to be a fly in the room when Marshall bent the knee. um i mean i i don't know if that's exactly how i said it but i said you know you've taught me a lot and this is i I don't exactly know how i said it but i'm I'm sure he picked up on it i mean i I reference him a lot yeah but i i far surpassed him and i'm way way (laughs) above and beyond him sure sure Um, (laughs) but you should look for one and you should try to be one yeah well i don't know what i don't know what class or talk I did I think it was at one of the national conferences and that was literally in one of my talks to try to be one and try to find one I agree with that because I think that part of the struggle for me is acknowledging part of the struggle with having a mentor is that I don't want to admit I need a mentor right I, I'm a, 
I think there's a little ego involved where I'm like, no. I can do this myself. You're not worthy of me telling you this. Like, mm-hmm. I just said bend the knee, which is kind of a reference to, like, you're giving in a little bit. Isn't that like kneeling? Or I something? don't think I want to do that. But I do, because I do see the benefits. But I think there's an ego part of me that's like, no, you don't want to bend the knee to somebody. I mean, you know, if you ever want to know a little bit more about God, I could be your mentor in just, that area. Just <laughs> simply bend the knee. <laughs> if you wanted to. You but know. I but I think through being a mentor, if somebody were ever like, hey, man, I want you to mentor me, I think it would yeah. teach me a lot about how to be a mentee. I actually had somebody say that to me. Did you know that? I said, hey, they, or they came up to me and I said, hey, I want you to mentor me. Mm-hmm. But that I was like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, that's what I would do. I go, I'm uncomfortable with this. Mm-hmm. I, I think somebody I, said I'll it. tell you who it is later and then uh, you'll be pretty surprised by it. But they, I, I had to. I was like, uh, okay. And I probably sounded a little bit idiotic and I hung up the phone or you sound like uncaring where they're like, wow, that didn't go well. No, no. And I, I put a lot of thought into it. I was like, oh my gosh, I, if this is what he, he's asking for this, this is, this is like high praise. Like I've got a, I've got a, I'm going to, I put some like schedule together and I said, okay, this is what we're going to do. And That's great. I don't know how much of it came to fruition, to be honest with you. And I, think I feel like you do know me, and you're just not telling me Yeah, none of it came to fruition. Well, well, I don't know. I just remember that moment was more important than, you know, everything else that came. Was it important to you because you're like, wow, I got acknowledged? Or was it more like I have a great responsibility? I think probably a little bit of both. Yeah. You know, when somebody, you sometimes you do things and say things and you don't realize how much you're heard or mm-hmm. how much it resonates. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people come back to me. They'll say this to me later. Oh, Marshall, I remember when you told me this back in 2009. I'm going, I don't even remember saying that. Right. I'm like, well, it meant a lot to me. I'm thinking, oh, okay. And and sometimes, like you said, I can come across like a jerk. Mm-hmm. Like I can think of one person in particular. I said some things and I was probably very jerk-esque mm-hmm. in the way that I said it. But it kind of put that person in their place and they they respected me for it they're like well you didn't look at me any different and Mm -hmm. you know um and and it meant something to him dude i don't know i don't remember it so i think i think part of my the issue that i would have wrapping my head around the idea of how to be a mentor is that a there's a little bit of an implicit assumption that like you know you know the recipe to what you're doing when in reality i feel like i'm figuring out as i go Mm -hmm. right and so i think the recipe is faking it Right. And you can't teach that. And nor would you want to expose that to people like, hey, man, now that you're in the circle, I'm just faking it, man. No, 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 no. That's what I mean. Here's just, <laughs> yeah. that's the secret you hold inside. Yeah. But, but the other thing is, is that you realize that a lot of the things that people take away from you are random things that you don't remember. So you're like, what, how do I detract right. what's meaningful and what's not? When, when the most profound things that I think I've told people or mentored people on, they don't remember. It means nothing mm-hmm. to them. Yeah. And they always draw the weirdest thing where you're like, I don't, that was like the Why aren't note. you remembering the other thing that I mentioned? Yes. That is basically quotable and could be in some book somewhere <laughs> yes. and you're taking away something else. Yes, it's yeah. difficult. But I, I do think though that part of me wanting to mentor a young person is not because I think I have a vast knowledge, but because I enjoy, I I do care about young people. I think because one of the most tumultuous times in my life was at a certain age group. And I go, I want to target that age group and help them. I love that you say younger. Did you know two of the people that I mentioned are older than me? Oh, that's weird. (laughs) That's weird. (laughs) That's why I felt I was like, what? I feel like it would be difficult to mentor somebody. But I think because you, if you take it out of context, it's not like it's their whole life. I mean, some of these people have way better experiences in some things and, and, and they can totally guide and direct me on those things, but on the things that they're coming to me for, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's the mentorship, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, that's true. and you are an expert in certain areas. Sure. And so if somebody did want to come to you about, I don't know, your economics, your master's in economics <laughs> and your, <laughs> yeah, I, I think that, uh, an, an interesting sort of take on mentorship, I guess you can say that got me thinking a little bit more about it. And this is again, COVID and I was, I did want to do the big brother, big sister thing because I was like, that would be cool to have a kid who's in a program where it's like, this is the whole design and I I can jump in and just sort of like give him my best stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. here's some stuff. You don't know me. It doesn't matter that I'm what business I'm in or how much money I make or don't make or none of that matters. You just, I'm just here to help you and I know I can offer you something. And that would be a really great blank slate. But I recoiled a little bit when they said, yeah, COVID shutting it down. I was like, never mind, never doing that again. But I listened to an audio book and somebody said, 
sometimes the best thing you can do for people is not to necessarily give them like audible advice and mentor them directly, but just live your life as best you can. And they will look at you as somebody who they want to emulate. And so that Mm. helped me think sort of like that idea that you have to pretend people are watching you even when no one's watching you because it matters to somebody at some point. And just like we reference, people tend to take things away that you didn't even remember saying, right? right? It's all the stuff you don't even realize you're doing that people are paying attention to. It's important. Can, can I side note on the COVID thing real quick? Uh, I don't know why my daughter and wife want to watch The Amazing Race right now. Yeah. But they're watching it. I don't know what uh, platform it's on that we're streaming it from, but whatever one it is, it has commercials. Anyway, anyway. we're watching it and we're on episode three, maybe. Mm-hmm. And they had to pause it. And they said, hey, not like Amazing Race had to pause it. They said, hey. The pandemic's happening. There's this thing going around. It's called COVID. We have to stop the show for a while. Hmm. And they stopped the show. And at that time, they had no idea how long the show would be stopped for. They stopped it for two years. Two years. So they had three episodes in, which is three legs of the race. And that is it. So far, only one team has been eliminated. And they... Did they come back to the same exact group? This is where I ended. And I got to pick it back up. And I'm going... What? This is crazy to me that they would just pick it back up two years later. Wouldn't you just like research the crap out of where you've been so far? And right, it's like a that's so strange. That is weird. It's like I didn't, I never watched that show, but I know a lot of people. You've are never into watched it. that show? Never. Oh, In fact, man. you know somebody we work with. Um, he said he wanted to do an amazing race, and I go, mm-hmm. I thought he was just saying like a race that's amazing, <laughs> something that's a go, race you, that's super but, amazing. But he always said amazing with it. And I go, you keep using that same word. <laughs> like, what is so cool you about not this think race? It means what you think it means. Yeah, but then I realized, like, oh, this no, is like my a, wife always says we should do it, and I do. Uh, if you ever watch it, it's it's really fun to watch. Do do like watch it with Lynn because you realize uh, relationships get strained when you're in stressful situations and when you're traveling, and you see that in the Amazing Race. And so I think Rachel and I would do pretty well every time we travel. I always tell, I always compare it to the Amazing Race. Like we were in Ireland and we were driving around and we're GPSing everything. Well, there's roundabouts everywhere in Ireland, right? So I have to. Pay attention to what, which exit, because there's four exits on a roundabout, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The one you came in on and, and then the other three. Mm-hmm. And so if she's not paying attention and telling me, I would, wouldn't know where to go. And so every time she's just, my wife loves to talk. So mm-hmm. she's talking to me and talking to me. And I'm like, babe, please tell me where to go. I am driving on the left hand side of the road on the right-hand side of the car in mm-hmm. a stick shift in another country that I don't know. I already mm-hmm. have so many things I'm paying attention to. The least you can do is tell me which direction to go. Oh, that's a first for the show. There's an alarm going off. It's, is that your your people or is that the neighbors? I, I don't think it's my people. I always laugh. What, what, do you I, mean, what do you mean by me, my people? You got a lot of people in that household <laughs> to drive. You, got, you actually have a small showroom outside of your house. My son got a new stereo put in his car and he... Uh, so he locks it all the time and if you mess with the handle, it does go off. And earlier tonight, they went out to the car and my daughter... Open the handle and the alarm went off. My dad, my son goes, Dad, the alarm always goes off. And I go, Well, Evie, did you touch the car? And she goes, Yeah. And I said, Well, then it's doing what it's supposed to be doing. He goes, Yeah, but it does it at night sometimes. Said, yeah, somebody's probably trying to st- steal your stereo. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's like, it's, damn that car alarm for going right. off at a random time in the middle of the night in a bad part of town. <laughs> right. I think it's working. Uh, yeah. That's funny. Thank you that I live in a bad part of town. I mean, it's not the worst, <laughs> but you know what's funny? I drove to your house today and I was like, Whoa, I passed Lancaster. I have literally never noticed. That that's Lancaster, right? That that's Lancaster. Yeah. I go, whoa, that's weird. You live on that side of Lancaster. Right. I don't know why. I just thought maybe I know. You, you always in- call me a one percenter, and now you can correct that statement. <sighs> it's true, but you have land. <laughs> okay. I can call this land. Okay. By today's standards, you're it is land. a weird neighborhood. It is one of the nicest neighborhoods in it a really pocket, is. In a pocket it, of it is. And I don't know how to not. feel about that because I feel like either you're really protected, right? And it's never gonna go anywhere, or I go, it's only a matter of time until it goes downhill. I don't know. It's pretty cool. I mean, I have this back alley that really connects people. I know all of my neighbors. We talk all the time. I was helping my neighbor out next door and I was helping her. Uh, she Her fire alarm was going off and she needed her vents cleaned out. Anyway, I was cleaning some stuff out over there and her dogs were barking like crazy at me. And the neighbor from across the street came over and they were like, hey, are you doing okay? I heard the dogs barking like crazy. 
And she's like, no, I'm fine. Marshall's just over here helping me with stuff. And I was like, that's the kind of neighborhood we live in. Everybody's kind of mm-hmm. helping everybody. They heard something that was off and they came yeah. over. I mean, it's great. Oh, I, I, it. I think that I, the best thing but I've I done, talk to my neighbors. I don't know that you do. No, I do now. I have to, because they talk <laughs> to me and it's uncomfortable. Like there's a lot of times I pull in and I'm like, please just let me get to. Oh yeah. Car. You live in a flag lot. There's like three other houses that are there four is. that no, you have to talk there's to. There's three. And three. Okay. it's like, I almost feel like. It's a little community there. I almost feel like this little community is like, A, its own little pocket, because it is, and B, it's like the biggest houses in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So to some extent, I feel like people are like, hey, like we, we got to- We're like, better than everybody. A little bit, like a little wow. bit like that. It's, it's okay. weird. But A, I did not know that. Christmas, wow. everyone put gifts on our door, like cookies and cards, and Uh-oh. like cards with their faces and like family photos. Dang, so, dude, that's next year. You got to do something now. Well, we actually did this year because Lynn, my wife, who was like community member from way back, just born a community member, <laughs> she had Christmas cards made and I was like, what? For what? We never, okay, sure, let's do it. We did it and she she was like, thank God we had these. So she went and passed them out with cookies. So we look like great neighbors. And then um, our next door neighbor is an older lady and she texts my wife and I go, Lynn, how do you have all your phone numbers already? She's a, <laughs> she's a community member. I'm the late bloomer. Uh, and they said, hey, we're going out of town. And they made a joke about if you see anybody um, removing from our house any furniture or belongings, just know they don't have our permission. And we were like, oh, LOL, that's funny, you know, type of thing. But mm-hmm. now the latest thing is I was like, okay, Christmas blew over. Great. We can just have some downtime where we don't aren't community members. And then now today we get our, our barbecue, ring, hopefully. Our, no, our ring app or whatever, our ring door thing that yeah, like I don't have that. little camera. Somebody's at our door and I go, who's at our door? And then they just left. And then we see them in our ring app going to all the neighbors. Well, they're inviting us to an Easter egg hunt, kids or no kids get together. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we have to be a part of this community now. <laughs> this is crazy. Like I'm forced now. Oh, that's funny. And if I don't do it, I look like the only Grinch who's not doing it because literally everybody is out and about doing these things together. It's like this little flag lot. They just, they want so badly to be a uh, You know, it's fun though. When you embrace it, it's fun. I do need to embrace it because you know, the other day I drove up and I was like, oh my God, it was like 70 degrees. My wife's out there my kid's out there my dog's out there. The neighbors are out. I don't know how they all congregated in the flag lot. And I was like, oh, my God, I guess I got to go say hi to these people. And I go and I shake their hand. I go, okay, you're pretty nice people. Okay, I get it. And I was thinking, I guess I got to do this. <laughs> so now I have to. Yeah, good I job. Good on you. And you know what's nice? They're not going to forget your name because you're always wearing your flipping name tag. Mm-hmm. So good job. Good on you. And one of the neighbors is my age exactly. Oh, no, he's older than me. He's like, he's actually quite Exactly. Born on my birthday. Uh, but his name is Aaron, too. Oh, yeah. spelled with an E? So we shook hands. He goes, my name's Aaron, too. I go, oh, I don't think I like that. Yeah. And there's only room in this cul-de-sac for one Aaron. I clamped down harder. Oh, did you? Yeah, I was like, okay, okay You Aaron. didn't give him the dead fish? That's what I would have done. <laughs> they were like, oh, my name's Aaron, too. <laughs> <laughs> nope, didn't <laughs> do that. made him feel weird. And then my wife would have been pissed about it. That would have uh-huh. been fun for yeah. me. Uh, well, okay, good on you for getting to know your neighbors. They're getting to know me. That's what I'm going to say. All right. Well, I, um, I wanted to get to more states. Maybe we'll get to it next time. I mean, we got to three. We, yeah. Hey, good job. Good job. Uh, we tangent for way a good amount of time on something else. That's great. That should be our podcast name. Is like the two. I mean, that's all we do now. Is dude, I clipped on. something. I don't know if you saw it. And I, I did. Everyone, dude. Uh, everyone. Okay fairness two people came up to me that's a lot and they're like dude i don't know what those clips are who makes them and i said i have no idea i'm not a part of this podcast other than i'm just talk (laughs) i'm just a guest every single i'm a guest every week i'm a reoccurring guest but Mm -hmm. they said that's what they they liked they liked it did they like it well he said he saw it randomly on tiktok tiktok yeah because it shows up on your for you page and he said that sounds like marshall and aaron and then he goes oh my gosh it is marshall and Aaron. i'm gonna follow this so then he did oh funny yeah yeah. Well, uh, the last one we clipped, I don't even know where I was going with that. Um, uh, by the way, people ask me all the time, how do you guys get those clips made? And I'm like, I have no idea. I basically just tell an elaborate story every single time that makes no sense. And I'm like, I don't know. What do they mean? How does it get made? They, they literally want to know. It's like, do you do it at home? Do you have a program you do I that on? I just sit there and making cartoons. I draw it out and then I uh, do a flip book and I record it. Well, uh-huh. I flip through all the That's pages. That's what I think they're looking for. And I'm like, it's nothing like that. It's something way more obscure than that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even going to give the secret you, sauce. You offer one. money to a weird site and they bid is what I know. 
Hmm. They bid for the the job. Yeah, it's it's something like. Actually, I use the same guy every time. Him and I have a good relationship. He lives in Bangladesh. Oh wow! Yeah, that's neat. Yeah, it's cool. Um, so him and I know we talk a lot. His communication's interesting. Um, Didn't he send you a clip one time that was like not even remotely? Oh my gosh! Yeah, I, I don't even know what to do with that, dude. Someday, so, can you post that someday? I don't know what to do with it. Or is it's it literally, it's literally. So it's it's a black dude with an afro sitting on the couch. And he lets out a huge belch, and then he starts rapping about stuff from the Pacific Northwest, right? Okay. So that's what's weird. It's yeah. where we're from, but this dude made it and sent it to me, and I'm thinking, is this you just saying, "Hey, man, post me on your like, right. you know, Instagram or TikTok," or did you accidentally send me the wrong clip? Yeah. And I asked him this, and he never addressed it. That's never. Just, that's just business. And I have it. Business in other countries, they just like. Don't want to answer that. Yeah, like, gonna, um, can pretend that yeah. didn't happen. Hey, I'm going to have your other clip ready by uh, Friday. Yeah. yeah, but what about this one? What am I supposed to do here? Well, maybe if we make it to 100 episodes, you'll release that clip. I know. I've showed it to a lot of people, and they're like, oh, this is you know not a bad rap, but it's it's weird. And this is something weird like fly at his head in the middle of the video? Yes. Okay. I yeah. won't say what that is yet. You'll have to wait and <laughs> see. I'll wait till we post that one. Yeah, we can all look forward to it. You know, if I get, hey, how about this? If I get enough messages... Saying, hey, please play that mm-hmm. uh, and launch that. I will put it on there. And when we get to, what are we at? I don't even know on Instagram. If we get to a 1,000 followers, how about that? There you go. Then I'll post You'll it. release it. There we go. I'll I like release it. it then. Okay. Well, thank you for listening to the two opinion guys. I'm Marshall. I'm Aaron.